Hey everyone, Dave and Josh. It's the first time we've done a show on JP25 Media. If you see behind us, the JP25 Media, it's named after my son Jake, Josh's brother Jake. Uh, dedicating the shows to him in, in our new avenue with this entertainment company that we're proud to put on a bunch of different shows. If you get a chance and you're watching on YouTube, please press subscribe. At the end of the show, we're going to tell a, a story about Jake. So it's, it's not going to be a real long show, but it's going to be a little bit of what it's like as father and son, how we, we live together. We came up with an idea for the show. We're just going to call it Good Chatter. If you're a baseball player, you've been in a dugout, you understand exactly what good chatter is. It's just one of those phrases that you see in sports, used in sports. Now, what's going to be a little bit different about what we're going to do right now, it's a normal conversation as Josh and I are best of friends, not only father and son, but we just throw stuff at each other all day long. And so I have questions for him. He has questions for me. He doesn't know what I'm going to say. He doesn't, uh, I don't know what he's going to say right back. But at the same time, we're just going to kind of keep things moving a little bit and talk a little bit of sports in, in this segment right here, okay? So as we move forward right now, and as we do this show, it is August 11th, 2020. Major League Baseball is about two, three weeks into the season. The NBA is in the bubble. College football's happening right now or not happening. We'll talk a little bit about that. That'll be one of the questions, just a little tease. And uh, maybe even NFL as we get excited about the NFL season. So, Josh, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll start it off, all right, my first question to you. Okay. As a guy that was... A former college football player, um, Josh played at the University of Alabama, one of the top programs, the richest tradition in college football history. What would it be like for you as a player if they told you there was not going to be a season heading into your junior or senior year? If there wasn't going to be a season, I would think, what are we going to do next? I mean, is there going to be a season for just us? Or is, the, is it going to be just the SEC and the ACC? And if it is, does it count if we win? <laughs> I mean, because we're going to win, but it, just kidding. But if we do win, seriously, does it, what does it count as? Even though the Big Ten isn't the SEC, it still means a lot more if they're in it, the Pac-12's in it, and all the other conferences. Okay, so for me uh, as, as a fan, um, the Pac-12's not even relevant, okay? They haven't been relevant in years. I, unfortunately, it stinks. I'm a West Coast guy. You're a West Coast guy. The Pac-12, USC hasn't done anything. Chip Kelly hasn't done anything at UCLA. Oregon's probably the biggest name. Um, and really, when you look at the the Big Ten, you look at Ohio State. They have a chance of winning the national championship. They have a big-time quarterback. They have Alave, big-time wide receiver, going to go in the first round of the draft. But then you have, of course, the, the Alabamas, the Clemsons, LSU. I know national champions. They lost everybody. They aren't really a contender, in my opinion. But there are still teams in it that you say, okay, well, who would be in the Final Four? Um, Alabama, Clemson are supposed to be there. Georgia could be there. You never, you never know. Yep. So for me, the ACC... And SEC, they're the ones that really matter right now. If I'm an Ohio State fan, super upset that I'm about to lose my quarterback. So, okay, look, I didn't play college football, but I know how much time you guys put into it. I know how much time your friends put into it and what it meant. When you were at Alabama, most of the guys that started are in the NFL right now. Yes. So when you look at Clemson, Trevor Lawrence, quarterback, okay? Last game he played, he lost. Great. Love that. <laughs> okay. Didn't, hasn't won a Heisman Trophy. Yeah. Good. Okay. <laughs> now, if there's not a college football season, guess what? He's going to go to the NFL. He's going to get drafted. Probably number one overall. The guy's a freak. Yeah, Great. for sure. Yeah. Okay. But you know he doesn't want to lose his last college football game. You know he wants to win the Heisman Trophy. And for him, this isn't the way he pictured it. So you understand why he wants to play. You know, And I assume he's a competitor. 
But you look at Alabama, same thing. They have a big-time running back. They have big-time wide receivers supposed to go in the, the first round. Big-time players on defense supposed to go in the first round. They want to play. So, for me, I'm like, I understand they want to put an asterisk next to whatever's going to happen. Yeah. But, dude, I want to see football. And if the SEC and ACC are the only ones that show up, fuck everybody else. Yeah. Well, I mean, fuck everybody else no matter what. But it's still not the same. I get what you're saying. But if there's no Ohio State, Oklahoma, you know they're going to talk shit. Oh, of course. Yeah, even though they weren't going to beat yeah, us, yeah. they're going to talk shit. Yeah, the lights were on. You didn't show up. Yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I agree. We have the number one tackle. We have the number one inside linebacker. We have two great receivers that we're going to lose after this year. Our great running back. What happens to them? We're exactly. just not going to see them play their last season. It Dylan sucks. Moses, your, your linebacker. Yeah. And, and every team can say the same thing. Ohio State's going to say the same thing back. Mm-hmm. But if there's only two conferences that play, whoever shows up and they're national champions, in the long run, no one's going to remember it. They're just going to remember, hey, Alabama or Clemson or somebody won the national championship in the 2020 season. And they aren't going to think back, well, the Pac-12 didn't play. Mountain West Conference didn't play. <laughs> I mean, who are we kidding? Yeah. It's not It's not that big of a deal. But yeah. for, for right now, for me as a, a college football fan, and I love college football, I just want to see the game go on. And I know people could say right back to us, well, hold on, you guys are SEC fans. What if the SEC and ACC weren't playing it was – the Big Ten and Pac-12, yeah, I'd probably have the same argument back because I know the most talent is on Clemson and at Alabama yes. and, of course, at Ohio State and Oklahoma. And you mentioned the schools. It's, yeah. it's, it's basically five or six teams every year really contend for national championship. Absolutely. It's the same same teams every year. And I think like baseball, basketball, football, there's going to be like an asterisk next to whoever wins. You still won, but what does it really count as? I think from an Alabama fan, I want to see these guys play. If they don't play, I understand. I think Nick Saban has to be freaking out. You know, if he has all these great players coming back, he's not going to get them their last season to beat Clemson. He knows this is our best opportunity yeah. right now. After this season, we have to reload. And also, I look at Nick Saban, and I know nobody talks about it, but he's getting older. Yeah. Mean, how many more years is he going to coach when he says, I have a chance to win another national championship? Oh, absolutely. I think this is his best chance. Like I just said, Saban's gone after my prediction 2025. I think wow. he's gone after that. Yeah. How old is he? Yeah, I mean, you're right. He'd be close to the guy. He'd be over 70 years old. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't yeah. have much time left. I don't know. And then we have to get a new quarterback after this. So a lot goes into it. Let me ask you, though, about baseball. Let's change uh, topics here. Padres and Dodgers. Great game tonight. Padres won two in a row. I know that kills you with your Brooklyn (laughs) Dodgers shirt. What do you think about this little competition between the Padres, the Dodgers, and another team, the Colorado Rockies? Okay, right now it's extremely exciting. I love this 60-game season. As a matter of fact, you might want to make an argument in the future of saying, well, hold on, we had uh, interleague play where the Dodgers would play teams like the Yankees every few years and the Orioles and the Blue Jays. And maybe you want to sit there and say the future of sports is you just stay in your area. Because, for instance, let's say the Dodgers face teams like the A's and the Angels more often and and the Padres and the Rockies. All of a sudden, these rivalries, not only are they on the West Coast, makes it easier for the players to travel. And same thing was on the East Coast, much easier to travel. But for the fans, it's a lot easier to make those trips, too, to go, hey, I'm going to go see my team. You know, let's make a trip to Colorado, which seems far. Let's go to Seattle and see uh, the Padres and the Mariners or the Dodgers, Mariners, whatever it is. But I kind of like a little bit of a guaranteed when it's all said and done in the World Series, you're going to have two teams face each other who have not seen each other the whole year. Mm -hmm. And more than likely for TV purposes, which is always talk ratings and commercials, you might have an East Coast, West Coast 
all the time. And if it is a, a team in the Midwest, you might get a market like the Cubs or the St. Louis Cardinals. And to me, it makes it kind of exciting of the unknown of how good is St. Louis really? How good is uh, are the Cubs? Yeah. And facing a team like whatever, the, the Rockies, Padres, Dodgers. Rockies are, are really good right now, but you never know what's going to happen in Colorado. And, and I know everybody gets on me about the pods. Pods are really exciting right now. They are. I just don't know, honestly, how much talent they have outside of Tatis on a night-out basis. Mm-hmm. But um, for if you're a Padre fan and you struggled with this team for 52 seasons, <laughs> this is extremely exciting. 52? This is season 52. Jesus. Yeah, I'm, I like the way you said it with by region, Little League World Series style, yeah. where you, if you're the best in your region, you move on to the playoffs. I like that a lot. I think as a Padre fan, because I am a Padre fan, it's exciting for the first time since we got Matt Kemp and these players who did not deliver. But I was excited at that point. Yeah, I haven't been excited since like this. Uh, I think we have the best player in baseball besides Mike Trout, Fernando Tatis. Yeah, you got to see what he's doing every night. I think as a Padre fan, we're up and coming on the Dodgers. The Dodgers know it and they hate it. <laughs> you guys hate it, honestly. Oh, I, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. Tatis yeah. is extremely exciting. I wish everybody played baseball with the same enthusiasm as Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah. And when you talk about the talent and Mike Trout, who's in Anaheim, and you look at uh, Fernando, who's only 90 miles away, that's insane. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. And then you talk about Mookie Betts when you want to go 25 miles further north. Yesterday, I was listening to Mark Grant talk about those guys. Yeah. He didn't even get into Bellinger, who won MVP last Crazy. Time. I mean, it, there's so much talent. And if you're a sports fan like we are, and if you're listening and you're watching, you're a sports fan. It's couldn't be better. And we love baseball. You love baseball. This is uh, absolutely fantastic. There's so much talent. We didn't even get into Otani or Rendon. And Kershaw was a Hall of Famer. The starting pitchers. Yeah, right? Bueller. Lamette's amazing. Gore's coming. Yeah. Bueller, Kershaw, Paddock. Yeah, it's insane right now. So let me let me try and scare you a little bit on your Padres. All right. As you usually do. Okay. Yeah. So Fernando's fantastic. Yeah. All right. He's going to get a half a billion dollars. He's going to get $500 million. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's what the market's going to say. He's at least going to get $500 million. Yeah, and he deserves it. Okay. I agree. Okay. What are you going to say? You pay him. How are you going to afford to pay Chris Paddock? I really don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I really, Honestly, Paddock plays every more? fifth. Well, they play every fifth day. I got it. Yeah. He, I understand. I would do the In same In a perfect thing. world, I would like to keep everybody, but it's not a perfect world. And he plays every day. He's going to be the best player in baseball, in my opinion. Yeah. You got to do whatever you can to keep him. Yes. Honestly, everyone else everybody else, you, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Are you going to be that fan that when Tatis is signed and they let Paddock go or Gore or Patino or one of those guys that you're going to fall in love with yeah. because you can't afford to keep everybody, are you going to be that fan that shows up at Petco Park yelling at Hosmer and going, <laughs> Gore's not here because of you and your shitty contract? No, I'm not going to yell at Hosmer. It's the management that fucked that up. Yeah. They're the ones that gave him the bad contract. He, he's smart for taking it. I agree. He signed the contract. But yeah. I don't think sports fans work that way. Well, and San Diego sports fans aren't very smart. They yeah. probably will yell at him. Honestly, <laughs> so, they don't understand how it works. So okay, so if you're a San Diego sports fan right now and you've always been a Charger fan when they were here, yeah, and you're a Padre yeah. fan from the day you were born, is you look at the situation where LT was the last big name here in San Diego, where you say we have the best player in all of football right here in San Diego. Yep. Your your argument for saying we have the best player in all of baseball in the world. Yeah, right here in San Diego. Yeah, what else could you ask for? I mean, it's a World Series. That's that's the, what you're waiting for. That's but, what we're waiting for. And by signing him is the way you get that World Series. Absolutely, absolutely. And hopefully he brings in other players that want to come here as well. Yeah. They say I want to play Fernando Tatis. That would be something else. Okay, let's. That'd uh, be cool. Well, again, how are you going to afford to pay him? Just to scare you a little bit. Hey, we're, we're, we'll make it work. We'll make it. We'll, we'll probably fuck it up, but we'll see what happens. 
All right, what about the NBA bubble? We're Laker fans. What okay. do you think of the Lakers yeah, so far? The, Josh and I, the, the team that we agree on is the Lakers. Um, we suck. And so we, we're terrible right we're now. We're terrible. And it's very disappointing because when I we talk about Saban, I think about LeBron, and he's running out of time, and mm-hmm. he's going to be 36 in December. And the guys around him, uh, outside of Anthony Davis, none of them are reliable. None of them. And you, you sit there and you go, Avery Bradley, you really fucked us by not showing up. <laughs> and we aren't going to forget it. Yeah, um, no, we're not signing you yet. But they can't guard the perimeter. They're a horrible defensive team right now. Yeah. Uh, Three-point line. If the Lakers got knocked out in the first round, it would be devastating. Second round, let's be honest. Lakers don't win a championship. It, it's a huge upset because they're oh. playing so well. If you remember right before the season ended in March or the, the layoff in March, that week they knocked off the 76ers, they knocked off the Bucks, and they knocked off the Clippers. They were playing better than ever, and now they look like a shell of themselves, and they look terrible. Why do you think that is? Do you think it's because they play in L.A. and they're not used to playing in front of no fans? That's funny. I think the same thing with the Dodgers. I think I couldn't agree more. the crowd honestly hurts the Lakers and hurts uh, hurts the Dodgers. That They kind of need it a little bit. Oh, yeah. I think the Dodgers look better on the road because they're sitting there saying, no one expects us to win on the road. When you're at home, it's just not the same playing the sound effects. It, it sounds dumb. You're a professional athlete. You should be okay. Um, but yeah, for the Lakers, I think they honestly miss it more than any team in the NBA. And I'm LeBron's a player that misses it more than anybody else. Yeah. Look at the guys I've been doing the best in the bubble. You got Devin Booker, Phoenix, yeah. TJ Warren, Indiana. And then you got all these guys from small market teams that are kind of showing off. Anthony Davis looks great because he played in New Orleans. He's used to not, <laughs> having no fans. But honestly, I think not having fans is worn on LeBron big time. He yeah. does not look the same. And the whole Laker team, I think, is not the same because of injuries to Rajon Rondo, Avery Bradley leaving. And I'm, I'm concerned. Me too. All right. So, who's your, what's your prediction right now before the playoffs begin? Who are you picking to be in the finals? Who wins it? It's going to kill me. I think the Clippers are going to win. I think they're going to beat Milwaukee. I hate to say it. I'm with you on that. Yeah. It would bother me too. Yeah. And they're the, they're the best Nagel team. Fans don't say I've been a Clipper fan my whole life. Don't pull that shit. They spit yeah. on you just like the Chargers did. Yeah. You guys all came back. You guys are a bunch of bandwagoners. <laughs> don't do that shit. Yeah. No, but they're the best team, right? Yes, they are. And unfortunately, they are. And, and Paul George plays great defense. And Patrick Beverly plays great defense. And Kawhi plays great defense. And, and that's something right now the Lakers just aren't doing. Yep. Um, so, so, as I said, we're, we're throwing a little bit at you. Again, we're going to call this good chatter. We're going to move things back and forth. Um, but, but we want to wrap up the show because, as I said at the very beginning, the show and what we're doing with the JP25 Media, and we want you to, and encourage you to watch some of the other shows. I think we have some uh, very entertaining uh, content that we're trying to provide to you. As you see behind us, the JP25, of course, is for Jake. Um, tell a Jake story. And and uh, I tell you what, I'll tell the story tonight. Okay. okay? Uh, and there's so many stories. Jake... Um, was a big guy. He was only 20 years old when he passed away. Real big dude. Had had a golden heart. It was great to his family and friends. And uh, But I tell you what, you could not push Jake around. He was a big dude. You did not want to mess with Jake if you got on his bad side. And I remember telling Jake, um, this is God, probably three months before he passed. I said, hey, Jake, I go, there's some guy who's walking his dog every day. And he's letting his dog take a shit in our front yard. Yeah. And he goes, what? And I said, I'm telling you, it's three days in a row. Some dog is shitting in our front yard. So the next day, he waits by the window all day long, waiting for some guy to come walking by to take a shit in our yard. I, you know what's funny is if, if the guy never came by, he would have yelled at me saying, hey, thanks. I stood by the window all day <laughs> and no one took a shit. Um, but it just happened to be, here comes this guy with his dog. And the guy, his dog, sure enough, does his business. Same spot, right on our front yard. 
And Jake goes out and goes, hey, man, what are you doing? He goes, what are you talking about? He goes, I saw your dog shit on our front yard. And he says, hey, I'm sorry about that. I'll come back and get it. He goes, no, you're going to get it right now. Jake goes to him and he says, I don't have a bag. And Jake says, I don't care if you have a bag or not. You're going to pick that up right now with your bare hands. And he says, my bare hands? And he goes, you're going to pick that up with your bare hands right now or I'm going to beat the crap out of you. Yeah. And he goes, you serious? And Jake walked towards him. And Jake's a big dude. Jake's, you know, 6'3", guy about 280 at the time and worked out all the time. All tatted out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tatted out. Intimidating as shit. Fuck yeah. Big beard, you know, shaved his head. And he looked intimidating. And he told him, I'm going to beat the hell out of you right now unless you pick that dog shit up. That guy, (laughs) two-fisted, bare hands, Picked up dog, hot dog shit and walked up the block. And then that was it. Took care of business. And that guy shit. never walked past our house again. Yeah, would you? He, no way. He was scared <laughs> to death. But I know your brother, and your brother would have beat the hell out of that oh, guy. Oh, hell yeah. If he, didn't, if he would have walked away, Jake would have knocked, that, knocked the crap out of that guy. He meant it. He goes, there's no way you're going to sit there and disrespect us and have your dog shit in our front yard every day. And uh, it cracks me up. But there are a million stories that make us have little stupid stuff like that. That, uh, that that cracks us up, but we'll try and finish. Uh, we'll try and finish every show with a little bit of a Jake memory here and there. I love it. Okay, again, you can follow us on social media. Tell them how to do it: Instagram and Twitter at JP Twenty Five Media, YouTube JP Twenty Five Media. Subscribe and then follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you guys so much. Great support so far. We really appreciate you guys. Absolutely, give the other shows a chance as well. We'll talk to you next time.